TheItSpot.com. Hope you guys can hear the uh, clinking of ice. Pour myself a uh, nice rum and coke in honor of the Out of My Shorts fifth anniversary. Congratulations on five glorious, hazy years. And uh, here's to many more. Stay classy. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Mm. Oh. Oh. It's Heineken time. Oh, 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 oh. So summery and refreshing. <laughs> mm. I wish I liked beer. I wish you liked beer too. No, I'm glad you don't like beer. Cause then you'd be drinking mine. <laughs> what am I thinking? I'm really glad you don't like beer. Quite a bit. It looks like it's good. It's delicious. I don't trust people who don't like beer. Very suspicious. Neither do I. There's something wrong with that. Ooh, I hear music. Yeah. It's a weird kind of honky-tonk jazz action. I but think it might actually be ska. Really? Oh, that's not what it's reminding me of, but because it's so staticky, it sounds like the kind of music they used to put all the early, early cartoons to. You know what I mean? Yeah. You ever see that one? It was basically like a funky version of the old woman in the shoe with all the creepy little black and white kids. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that does sound familiar to me. And Uh, she's always, she's like, plays trombone or something like that. Can't place it at the moment or even the song, but it's that kind of music I think I'm hearing in my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I bet somebody will post a YouTube of that on our forums next week. In all likelihood. Mm-hmm. I'm pressing buttons. I am the word whore. And you're listening to... The very first episode of Year Six of Era My Shorts. It's madness. Madness, yeah. I say. It's crazy talk. Uh, another year older and none the wiser. Probably the opposite direction we're going in. <laughs> With all the alcohol consumption, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think cigarettes kill brain cells as well. I th- yeah, I think they do. And talking... Actually, I think anything that, that... Talking this close to your proximity might also reduce my brain matter. Oh. You're a regular Jane Rivers. <laughs> you don't know from joke. Um, Coffee crisp commercial. <laughs> probably Canadian. Yeah, ex- yeah, I'm sure it's exclusively Canadian. Uh, so yeah, welcome to this uh, this new, I don't know what you'd call it, a new era. I don't know if I'd call it a new era a new, at all. A new half decade. Oh, of, well, sort of. Of Eric My Shores. I guess, yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Is there a quicker way to put that? Is there a, a millennium type word for half decade? Or I don't know. Half decade. You have to look at... Uh, I want it to have... Um, a quint in it. A quint? Well, you know, something with five. Mm. I got a question Some for you. Some sort of Latin Here, or here's something. Here's a little quiz. Sure. What is the Roman numeral for 500? Um, that sounds like math. I like Roman things, but not numerals. No? You don't read the, uh, don't read the, uh, with dates nu- on movies? I have movies? trouble with numerals. Always have. Especially the big numbers. 500? Yeah, someone asked that. Like, I'm pretty good. I can 
I, I can read the movie dates pretty quickly, but someone asked that, and I was like, ooh, I don't know. M, 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 M. <laughs> Good? <laughs> no, that's wrong anyway, because that would be 5,000. M to the power of five it would be 5,000? What's yeah, 100? I said 500. Uh, C. Oh, okay. C with a little five superscript. Okay? No, but it, it's, <laughs> it's times five, not to the fifth power. That's like C? millions. How many times do I have to tell you I have trouble with the numerals? <laughs> no, the answer is D. D! Which I found kind of weird because... For some reason, that rings a bell now. Yeah, to me, that sounds like, I mean... Well, I figure Deca five, is ten, right? 500 deserves a letter all of its own. Well, yes, it does. Anyway, enough with the academics. And, no, I'm not done yet. What? Preston, who was the first Egyptian Egyptologist? <laughs> and how would I know that? Because you just attended a little lecture. Um, I told you there would be a quiz. Well, I don't know. Is it that guy, Gasson? No, sir. Or is it, you know, someone The first else? native Egyptian Egyptologist. It started with a P, didn't it? Yes, that's correct. A uh, something. Nope. No, Pierre. I, I want his full name, too. No, yeah, well, it's not going to happen. It was actually sounded sort of, he had like a French first name or something, and then Mm-mm. Egyptian middle name starting with P. Nope. No? His last name starts with a P, his first name starts with an A, and his middle name starts with a K. KP Anderson Cooper Paulette. <laughs> Very close. No, um. <laughs> oh, see, I only saved one question in my head to ask you. It's as your follow-up pop quiz. Um. Okay. It's. it's Maybe it's a, a good thing you didn't. It's you know. It's A N. <laughs> you didn't pursue higher learning. <laughs> it's A N Kaya. Mm-mm. No. The okay, first name yeah. is the same as someone we know's last name. Someone we both used to work with. Yeah. She now makes cakes. No. Same spelling. I know what you're saying, but that doesn't help me with the rest of the name. Okay. Pasha. Pasha. Middle name? Camel with a K. She pronounced it Camel. I'm a Camel Pasha. But See. she pronounced it Ahmed, even Ahmed. though it was A-H-M-E-D. Hmm. Well, if the crazy Egyptology lady was pronouncing it correctly, which I assume she was. Ahmed Kamel Pasha, the first Egyptian Egyptologist. And this is Ugh. what only I learned this evening. <laughs> uh, and I don't remember. I also there learned... There were so many names in that lecture that, uh, that is I, 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 I kind of glazed over. No, and I, I didn't get carried away and come up with a whole bunch of quiz questions for you. Just one. I thought you could handle just one. <laughs> Apparently not. Um, I well, I can tell you that 60,000 articles were stolen from a, from a tomb in... Oh, see, you only remember number stuff. 40 hours. Between the two of us, we might have an entire brain. I don't remember numbers, though. I remember that number. Hmm. Bizarre. I'm not some kind of, like, rain man. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. <laughs> not even not in a Not in a good way, anyway. I did very poorly in math. I sure as hell wouldn't take you to Vegas. Although I guess maybe uh, I did okay in history and 
was capable of at least remembering dates. So maybe History was always that. one of my very best subjects. I am not surprised. Why? Uh, because you're interested. And you did English. I'm not that sure would qualify. connection. Well, you're interested, so you pay attention, and you do English, which implies some comprehension. Implies. <laughs> would suggest, under normal circumstances, if it hadn't been for years of beer and cigarettes <laughs> and exposure to you whittling away my brain cells. And I'm sure there are lots of other things I do that ruin it as well. Um, <sighs> Punky Radio just had their fifth anniversary episode. They did a nice little plug for us. Found it quite um, clinical. It sounded like we were total strangers. <laughs> they didn't call us cunts or, or, or twats or anything. Maybe they're mellowing in their old age. You think? And they're getting old. Maybe they've ruined their brain cells also. <laughs> Well, yes, I think that's certainly an ongoing goal. Um, Kick-Ass is out on DVD. I can't wait to buy my copy of it. What's Kick-Ass? Kick-Ass is the the one where this kid decides to be a superhero. He's like, he reads comics. He's like, why not? How come no one actually ever does it? And so he does it. Gets the living shit kicked out of him. That sounds... So you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I saw it twice. I saw it when I was in New York. Wow. And then uh, the day that I came back, I went and saw it again. I have not heard of it. Is it an indie flick? Is it obscure? Or am I just totally living under a rock over here? Yeah, I've got enough press that you should know about it. It's not a huge movie, but... Huh. I really liked it. I will look forward to borrowing your copy. (laughs) Do you have Do you have any of my DVDs? Or uh, have I don't you think successfully so. returned them all safely to the back so. to their nest? I get very upset when people borrow DVDs and don't give them back. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything of yours. Okay. Uh. Okay. Shall we read a story? Sure. Why not? That's what we do here at Air My Shorts. You send us a story of eight hundred words or less. Shorts at the itspot.com. Be a proud part of year six. Or maybe not proud. Proud's not really the right word. Sharing our shame. Be a reluctant contributor. <laughs> you know what? It's been a long time since I've done this show sober. <laughs> I know. And you are very sober. It's kind of weird. I can tell by your demeanor and your... I mean, you're actually responding, which is unusual, but you're very straight. All right, um, so here we got something. I didn't know whether to just include the text or send a doc, so I'll just send the text. Well, thank you. This is called... Not even a hello or anything. There's no hello, no. There's no nothing. No greeting, no... uh, Oh. uh, There's none of that. It's straight straight to the brass tacks. Right down to... Yeah. That. What else is there for brass tacks? I don't know. Right down to business. Yeah. Yeah. Cut into the chase. What's the deal with brass tacks? Where did that originate? I have no idea. Right down it's to the gotta brass be about upholstery. Well, that's what I was thinking. It's gotta be. Down to brass tacks. But how does that mean getting down to business? It's like, no mucking around now. Get down to the brass tacks. I don't know. Stop tucking in all those folds and getting <laughs> so fussy over the, the fit of the fabric. Just get down to the brass tacks. We'll have to look that up. 
I'm sure someone will. Someone other than me. This is called Writer's Block by Jules Quinn. Somebody we haven't heard of before. I was going to read that as by Jules Verne. But it's not. It's by Jules Quinn. And it goes like this. Mary's attire was entirely appropriate for the season. Her thermometer told her that the outside temperature was 3 degrees centigrade. That, of course, was disregarding the rather dramatic wind chill and the fact that her row house was lacking much in the way of furniture, making it somewhat drafty. So, the fact that Mary's eyes and nose were once again the only thing showing in between the horrible dark orange cowl her mother had given her for Christmas and her mud-colored fringe was no surprise. Oh, I think we have a British chap on our hands. Mm. Ew, don't squeak your eye. I don't, I hate when you Is do that. Is that coming through the way? Yes, it did last time you did it. I, I asked you never to do it again. Weirds me out. Didn't know you had a glass eye, and I prefer if you hadn't told me. It's not glass. <laughs> the winter had been uncommonly cold, and she hadn't been keen on sifting through piles of snow to find other outlets for her energy. So she mainly stayed inside and puttered away on the typewriter that lorded over her sparse living room. Hmm, that's a big-ass typewriter. Mm -hmm. It was embarrassing and seemingly inadequate in the blooming age of computerization. But, she hated to admit, she was rather fond of it. The inky smell was intoxicating, and it fulfilled the dark corny romantic inside her. You know, I, I, I can't remember where I heard this. I don't know if it was maybe... Everybody on... needs a little romantic <laughs> inside them. I uh, heard something. I, I can't remember if it was on Keith and the Girl or or on TV. Like, I, I don't... Or You often mix something. those things up. It, it was... It might have been even written in a form. Anyway, the, the point of it is... <laughs> Some is, form of it's some form of media. Uh, some some old guy. Uh, what think, passes for entertainment I think, I think in this was a world. guy. It, it it was something about people's we jobs. Been written on a bathroom wall. Someone was talking about you know jobs that they had, and um, this guy wrote in that he worked at a cell phone store, and some old guy like over 70 years old was coming in asking for a typewriter ribbon. Do you sell typewriter ribbons? Oh, <laughs> like, that's no. so cute. That's like, so cute. Where would you buy yeah. such a thing these well, exactly. days? Well, exactly. Well, not at a question. phone store, but still. Like maybe a grand and toy, maybe? I don't know where you would buy a typewriter ribbon. Don't. And they were pointing out, it's like not only are, <laughs> like the guy, whoever was telling the story was saying, you know, it's like, you, you can't even say well, go online. I think you know what I think I heard it on Keith and the Girl. They were talking about it, a news thing, and it's like the only medium that this guy will be able to find typewriter ribbons is something that is twice removed from even his concept of what's going right. on. Man, I think I have a typewriter in my storage unit. I have an old typewriter, like a mine, antique. I the, probably have a couple actually. Yeah, mine's pretty old too, and it. It typed funny. It wouldn't choose between the red and the black ribbon. It so typed so. halfway through. So everything I typed was half red and half. I was just thinking, isn't there actually a switch on the typewriter where that's an option? Yeah. You could switch okay. it from red to black. Mine wouldn't switch. It would just type yeah, half there, and half. There is no half and half setting. Then? Mm, 
I don't think so. Something was fucked up. Hmm. Hmm. She sat in front of the spindly table that housed it once more, arching her fingers once more above the worn black and white keys, closing her eyes and trying to place herself somewhere else in time. Excuse you. Whoa, I had to... I was, try, I was hoping that was a full stop at the end of that, but it wasn't. It was you, just a comma. You said I was going to have heartburn after <laughs> my street meet. I don't You're have heartburn. The... I'm just burping. Uh, closing her eyes and trying to place herself somewhere else in time. Somewhere, preferably warmer. Her mind wandered to the Major Kim Kondo. How do you say that? I don't know. You said it differently than I would have. Major Kim. Or Mahor Kan. <laughs> Kondo, her cowish neighbor Marla had mentioned. As soon as she reached the white sanded beach, though, a howl pierced the silence that she normally enjoyed. Fuck you, you fucking fucking fucker! The voice wailed from somewhere approximately below her flat. Mary sighed and rolled her eyes before shuffling her way to a broom. The couple below her, Ned and Frida, had a buy-or-try-weekly spat that usually traveled through the irrefutably thin walls and floor. This terrible event applied as well to their loud and inexplicably kinky makeup sex. She was of the opinion that Frida should just leave Ned already if he was such a fucking, fucking fucker. In this way, their saga as a couple reminded her unpleasantly of a soap opera. Once is, she... is anyone ever reminded pleasantly of a soap opera? <laughs> uh, I'm not, that's for sure. Once she gathered the broom in her hand, she wrapped it as hard as she could against the faded linoleum of her kitchen floor. And fuck you too! Came Frida's reply, and much to Mary's dismay, she continued fighting with her husband. I, uh, for some reason, I'm thinking of Lily Tomlin uh, saying that. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny ass stuff. <laughs> fuck you, and fuck you too, and fuck you too. <laughs> and now I'm thinking of Catherine Hepburn, and they go oh, good for you. <laughs> good for you. The only thing left for Mary to do for the impending screaming matches was take bits of tissue and stuff them as far as possible into her ears, not that this helped much, and sit back down at her writing desk. The tissue worked even less than usual, though, as her sofa was, seemingly, in the epicenter of the brawl waging below her. Giving up on typing in the living room, she dragged her heavy typewriter-laden side table into her bedroom. She sat on the edge, heaving the black monstrosity into her lap. <laughs> Finally ready to write, she leaned back into her pillow, which immediately gave a resounding screech and sped away in a ball of gray fur. She in Harry Potter land? Maybe. It took Mary a moment to realize that this was not her pillow, but her cat, Bertha. She sighed. Bertha had been so kindly bequeathed to her by her mother when she moved into a nursing home, and the cat was just about as batty and temperamental as her mum. Her eyelids by now were growing heavy, and she could just barely see the red numbers on her alarm clock reading half past ten. Who the heck is in bed by half past ten? On what planet does this happen? I occasionally went to bed. Shut up. 
Shut up for, for a brief real. While, yeah. <gasps> I can't remember the last time I was in bed before midnight. Well, it's still PM. That never happens. Meh, she thought, half asleep with the typewriter still in her lap. I'll just turn in early and get to it to tomorrow. What are deadlines for if not for disregarding? Oh, I couldn't agree more. Dun dun dun! dun, dun, dun. Actually, and that I, was Writer's Block by Jules Quinn. I almost never, never, never have missed a deadline ever. <sighs> Jules Quinn. From across the pond, we think. <laughs> Based on the fringe. Hey, hey, hey. Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. I'm thinking Jules might be a fella. Well, Jules could go I either think way, it yes? could be a fella, too. Jules is traditionally a, a chap's name, yes? I believe so. All right. But many, many people called Julie or Julia are also commonly called Jules by their friends. So you never know. That's true. We could have a he-she, a she-male, or a, a he... Hey, what's what's the, the other she-male? Why is there no reverse word for that? A male she? <laughs> I don't know. Seems rather unfair, don't you think? Hmm. Seems very one-sided. Yeah, I'm not sure what the properties of one would be either. Well, the, what's the opposite of she-male? Well, if if a she-male has boobs and a dick, then the opposite would be... <laughs> Good what? point. <laughs> no boobs and a chick with no dick. A chick with no boobs. With chest hair and... There is, there is a very weird and disturbing picture a of, male there, she. of one. A male she. Male she? Yep. Somebody who's had the top surgery but not the bottom. Right? The top surgery? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shall we? Speaking of male she, <laughs> shall we make a phone call? We shall. Hello? Peter Wilkins. Yes. You're on the air with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, I just have to swap to a real telephone. Hang on. Okay. There we go. There we go. Well, this is very exciting. And, and how are you doing? We're wonderful. How are you? Well, I'm very, very well, too. Thank you. I'm just wondering what I should drink next. Oh, what should you drink next? What do you, I don't know. What did you drink last? Having options is a good thing, though. Well, I just had a glass of red wine. Well, several. And I'm wondering whether I should have more red wine, whether I should have something stronger, or whether I should just have a glass of beer because I'm thirsty. I think you should have a glass of beer. I'm having a glass of beer. That settles it. So I shall open a bottle of beer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. We wanted. Well, we wanted to. Yes, I should let you um, talk to me, shouldn't I? Well, not necessarily. We don't have all that much to say, and you're much more interesting than we are. Well, I don't know about that. That's, I don't think that's true at all. Oh, we're pretty sure. Um, what are you both drinking? I am drinking beer, and Preston is pretending to drink because he has to work early tomorrow. Yes. Oh, poor little lamb. Is he really pretending to drink? Yes. Well, I am, in fact, drinking something. It just doesn't have any liquor in it. 
unfortunately. It doesn't count at all. However, it does, I just noticed, have some sediment at the bottom, which kind of concerns me. (laughs) It's one of those healthy drinks, isn't it? Yes. Exactly. It's called, uh, um, you've got to clean out your pipes. uh. Ew. Me too. I don't drink anything that doesn't have alcohol or caffeine in it. I'm exactly the same. And, and, you know, we've been doing it for thousands of years, drinking booze. Well, it feels like it. (laughs) Because because, um, booze has all gone through a process and it's good for you. And it means there are no bugs, so it's very safe to drink it anywhere in the world. I'm a bit of a fan of that. Me too. So, so what's happening in your life? What, what, what's the big excitement? Well, I wanted to thank you for calling and leaving that lovely message for our fifth anniversary show, and that's well, all. Well, that was a pleasure. I was delighted to do that, and I think that's a magnificent achievement. It is. I know. It's amazing. It's shocking and weird and wonderful, and yeah. also kind of pathetic. No, I think it's only celebratory and brilliant. I love how easily excited you are about everything. I wanted to tell you that Kaman is going to be coming to your rock sometime this fall. Who, who are? Kaman, Dean's band that you love so much. Oh, really? Oh, well, that'd be brilliant, because that'd be, that'd be superb. Because last time they played, I had such a good time. And I think it was then that I really damaged my ankle. Yes, I think you twisted or, or sprained your ankle that night. I didn't really notice until the next day. Um, but that was great rock and roll. So you should come out and do a special feature of your trip to the rock. How much fun would that be? Exactly. So you should come and go wild and mental. And, and then you can come out around the bay as well. And so you get the highlights of the big city of St. John's. That would rock. So what's new in your life? In my life? Well, do you, <laughs> do you really want me to tell you that? Yes. <laughs> Fucking yes, I do. I spent three hours practicing to be the biggest, baddest pirate Newfoundland's ever had for a gala performance in front of people like the Governor General and apparently the Prime Minister and some others. What? Next Tuesday. Shut (laughs) up. A pirate in what? Well, I'm a 17th century pirate. He was so bad that all the kings of Europe wanted to sign treaties with him so they wouldn't raid his ships. Is it a play? Yeah, it's a big musical extravaganza with hundreds of people singing in the choruses and things, and they do a big rousing chorus. <gasps> what a jolly bad chap I am. It's fabulous, <laughs> and you're the star. <laughs> well, only briefly, but Will- yes, when I'm there, I am the star. <laughs> Will you be singing? No, I told them I definitely won't be singing. Um, Say so I shan't be singing, but I will be carried out on the shoulders of my pirates. That sounds like fun. What's the production called? Oh, I don't know. It's a Cupid's... It's to open the 400 years celebration of Cupid's, Canada's oldest English settlement. Interesting. Um, so, you know, there's a very big hoo-ha. A lot of people are getting very overexcited. I love it. Um, yeah, how, how, I think cause it is a big deal. How did you get to be the, the main evil pirate, dude? Well, by mistake, I was asked by the director, and I said, no, don't be silly, I won't do that. And then one of Michelle's friends who teaches at her school was saying, oh, Peter would be the best. So Michelle asked me, I said, well, all right, I might consider it. I mean, that was deemed a yes. Do you, do uh, you get to come in on a boat? 
I sadly no, I don't get to come in on the bed. I come in backstage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, I, I kind of, I envision this uh, being put on in the harbour or something like that. You've got very good vision though, because it is being put on the harbour. A special stage has been built, and there can be fires and video projections, all sorts of excitement. I need to know when this is. I think I might need to come see it. It's on Tuesday. Oh, damn it. I can't plan a trip that quickly. Oh, dear. I have tried my pirate's outfit on. I'm not sure if it's how I dress as a pirate. Is it naughty? No, it's not very naughty. <laughs> um, uh, but it's not quite as racy as I thought it would be, either. Oh, you want it to be racier. You want it to be Too sexy, racy. pirate. But, you know, I-, I want to make everybody aware that Johnny Depp is only an amateur pirate and I'm the professional pirate. I think you will make a better, sexier pirate than Johnny Depp any day. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. Um, I, I don't know, but we'll, people are a very long, long way away. <laughs> they might think so. so it should be quite interesting. So that's big excitement. Are there no scheduled um, future seasons of Happy Hour? No, sadly not. But actually, when I was thinking, because we've just been away for five weeks, um, I stayed with Dom. I did Happy Hour with, and he just met some fancy producer who thought we were brilliant and said all this nice stuff that, you know, we feel is absolutely right and correct. Well, I thought <laughs> you were brilliant. Um, and, and really wants to do something. So it might happen, but we've had quite a few it might happen, and so it generally doesn't. Well, maybe you could both <laughs> be pirates in the new series. Yes, you're quite right. That could be the nice edge. You should go around pirating. Sexy, drunken pirates. Yeah. That might be just the angle they need or guarantee success. I lent my uh, the DVDs you sent me of Happy Hour to Dreamy Dean, and he's never given them back. And I was just thinking about that earlier because I said I hate when I give people DVDs and they never give them back. Well, do you know, I've got, I've got a bit more clever now. Um, and I can put them all onto a disc and send you all of them on one DVD. I would love that. That would be great. I, I saw a couple you know, of them. They're on MPEG-4, you know, it's one of those formats. But it's quite easy to watch on a computer. And our telly seems to do it. Shall I send it down with Andrea? Yes, please. And then, and then you, will, send, you will have it in case for those very brief, boring moments that you might have. And go, gosh, I want a little giggle. Uh, and then giggle at... At our ineptitude. <laughs> I thought it was wonderful. I loved every minute of it. Oh, well, you're very kind. I have to say, I love doing it. I haven't really watched them since because it's a bit odd seeing yourself on telly. Or at least I find it's a bit odd. So I put it on and then I leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you ever think, oh God, this is how everyone else sees me? <laughs> That's why I leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still at the university? No, I've had to give up the university. Because we only did it for a year, um, but it was it was brilliant fun, just poncing about as the artist in residence, and people would ask you all sorts of funny questions, and I got away with lots, um, and they kept paying me, which is brilliant. <laughs> I had such weird visions of you with you know one of those jackets with the patches on the pockets and a, a pipe hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> I, I, I should have gone for it and had some publicity photos. <laughs> <laughs> the artist in residence. Peter. Uh, that would have been fantastic. I wish I'd thought of it. Perhaps I could go and do some retrospectively. Do it. Um, oh, good for you. 
no, it's absolutely great. And so how's the summer being in the in the mighty Toronto, or is your location a bit secretive? Oh, the location's not a secret at all. Okay. Summer has been wonderful. It's just going way too fast. Yeah, well, I think that's what summer does, doesn't it? When is your next I, Toronto trip? Well, I don't know. I was just thinking, actually, that it's been a bit too long, and I've really got to organize one this fall. Oh, look, you see, I'm getting North America by saying things like fall instead of autumn. And so I sincerely hope, in sort of October-ish, or possibly, possibly November, but, I, you know, the sooner the better. Um, because I think, I'm, yes, I'm way behind on my trip down there. I think so. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, it has been a while. And then we can go out and, you know, show everybody how to do it properly. <laughs> and lick parking meters and stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why we were doing that, I have no idea. I don't know, but it, but it was our form of rock and roll. <laughs> since, um, since none of us actually can play any instruments, but we like to believe we're rock and roll, well, exactly. <laughs> we'll lick we, parking we were, meters. We were cut out to be great rock and roll stars, except for one or two minor details. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <instruments>. Talent. <laughs> we, we could have lived the life very well. And I think we did. I think we still I, I, I think did. I think we've actually set the bar for a lot of, you know, rock and roll stars. Very I th- few, I think, could have kept up. I think you've influenced through at least three generations of rock music. <laughs> well, no, I, th- I think you, I mean, would have done, I would say four generations, but it's actually two generations because, you know, you're less aging than I am. <laughs> Not by much. <laughs> so that gets a bit confusing, which is the right way to make it complimentary. <laughs> but yes, you're, I, I'm aging. I feel I'm going into middle age. Well, if Not you... really. If you factor in the the average age of dying, I think we've more than passed middle age, all of us. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> we might be approaching old age. <laughs> Don't say that. It's true, no, I'm though. Not, I'm, I'm taking that back. <laughs> I think we could be quickly approaching 30. It doesn't matter from which direction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we get to go backward. No, but there might be a rewind button at some stage. Have you been working in that in your secret laboratory? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I get very confused and pass out. <laughs> I wake up the next morning scratching my head, feeling slightly sore. <laughs> what was I trying to do again? Oh, yes, the rewind button. <laughs> Bugger, it didn't work again. <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, I, I, I will, hopefully I might finesse the rewind button. I would love that. So you didn't have time, you had to give up the university because you didn't have time or because it was only a year gig? It was only a year's job. So what are you doing um, now? Full-time art? Well, yes, full-time art. Good and for I'm you. coming up with really cunning plans. One is top secret. Okay. The other, Canadian um, rock bands and other musicians video portraits of them. Ooh. And I'm just beginning working on that. You're so rock and roll. Yeah, well, this is, you know, it'll be as close as I get to rock and roll. And I might see if I ask if I can just touch their shirt. Has, has anybody signed up yet? Do you know who it will be? No, I haven't asked anybody yet, but I suspect quite a few will, because I know one or two people who know one or two people. And everybody seems to think everybody will say yes. So, in other words, that's a massive load of bollocks, and they all might say no. <laughs> uh, I will never say before. no. Are you going to do one of Dreamy Dean? I should do one of Jamie Dean, shouldn't he, I? He's very rock and roll. We were just saying on our last episode, he was he was a born rock star. Well, 
Well, I th- and I think that's absolutely the case. Mm-hmm. Perhaps I should get them going first. Fuck yeah. 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 Another one to put on my list for. Quite a fun idea. So anyway, all I do is, I, well, not all I do, obviously it's a great work of art, but it means I end up meeting these sort of rock people and other musicians that I'd like to meet and I hang out with them for a little while. Right, which is why you did the writer's series as well. Well, yes. <laughs> I know your I'd selfish like, motives. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but because I've done it before, I'm, th- I'm hoping it might work again. And they're all for for it. Um, and it awesome. means I get to travel the country. Always a great thing. We should trade lives. How, how about that? We could. Let's do a wife uh, swap. Our life swap. Wife swap? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm, Freudian do slip. Do it all. It's, it's, yes. Absolutely. I think that sounds quite exciting. But then I will have to raise your children. Well, that's right. They're getting older. You smile at them and they bring you drinks. Oh, old enough for that? Okay, I'm in. Yeah. They keep getting older, which I'm slightly surprised by. Each time I learn all their ages, they get new ages. <laughs> what do you mean you learn all their ages? Don't you know all the time? Well, I do, but, you know, I get quite good at saying they're 13, 12, 11, uh, 13, 12, 10, and 8. And then they change. Damn them. But, but now they're 14, 13, <laughs> 11, and 8. But the eight-year-old's going to be nine quite soon, and then she'll be 30, 40, 13, 11, and nine. And then I'll enjoy that for a while, and then somebody else will change. Pizza's great with numbers, as I am. Well, I think you're probably much better at numbers. No, definitely not. Oh, uh, I don't know. Okay, here's the uh, test. What, what's the Roman numeral for 500? Uh, um, VC. Nope. CV. Nope. It's it's one one, one letter. letter, and it's not a C. Uh-uh. No, that's one hundred. It's not a V. It's not an M because that's a thousand. Oh, he's better than I am. I said M M M M M M. That's five thousand. Uh, well, no, really, no, but yeah. What about C C C C C? No. Can it not be V C? I haven't got a computer to cheat in front of me. Because you don't get to put the V ever in front of something to make it five. Oh, what it, about CV? Nope. nope. That would be 105. And a resume. <laughs> oh, dear. This is getting hard work now. You've got me. Button says... L. L. No, that's a lot. That's 50. <laughs> oh, it's not a lot. That's the problem. The letters don't go in order. They stand no. for shit. I think. C. <laughs> L. C. No. It's one letter. Oh, poor Pete. It's okay. I didn't get it right either. It's Neither did I when I was asked. The letter is oh, D. D. Oh, of course it's D. Of yeah. course. Of course. Fuck! I wasn't even close to getting it. <laughs> and who was the first Egyptian Egyptologist? This is an educational oh. show, in case you couldn't tell. Um, oh... He's actually going to try to guess. (laughs) (laughs) I love how it made it sound like he was thinking about it. (laughs) I just just learned it tonight, was reminded again, and now I've forgotten again. I'm sure you know. It's not not exactly a memorable name. So so who is it? His name was Pasha. Pasha. Ahmed K. 
Camille Pasha. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to remember that, I don't think either. No, but if you can, that's quite something to pull out at a party. Well, it is. Yes, it's it fascinating. Is, but... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then all just leave me standing there. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Oh, this guy's a big yawn. <laughs> Let's see who's rock and roll in the other room. <laughs> but I do, but rather impressive, I do like this on early quizzes every now and then, especially if I can get some of the answers right. But unfortunately, it's not very often. <laughs> um, I think the sediment in your drink is probably from the ice. It's from the dishwasher, because there's oh, some really? on the bottom, ew, too. Ew, ew. Yeah, oh. Thank you. That's disgusting. How is your beer? Beer's very good, actually. I'm nearly going to have to go and get another. Yeah, mine's empty as well. Finish mine quite quickly. Well. So I might have to go and get a new one. Me I too. might want a red wine or a vodka and tonic. Oh, I don't know if you should switch from wine to beer to hard liquor. Oh, yeah, yeah I find, you know, I've been, we only got back to Newfoundland nearly a week ago, and I've had to party every single night, and I seem to have forgotten how to have a hangover. You mean you're not I'm, getting hangovers, or you're not dealing with them well? Well, no, I'm not having them. I guess I can, I'm fine the next day. That's wonderful. I know, and I can mix drinks, I can do whatever I want. Huh. It's very bizarre. I don't understand it. It might be just a brief moment in time that it happens. I could use that moment in time. Yeah, well, if I could, if I could bottle it, I would, and then I'd send it to you. I'd be very grateful. Work well, on I that. Work, work out on what it is. Yes, go down to the laboratory and, <laughs> and see if you can work on that instead of the rewind button, because I think it would be a better gift to mankind. A more useful tool for everybody. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, I think that's right. If you want to make a name for yourself, screw time travel, cure hangovers. That's a much more noble endeavor. Agreed. I shall have to do that. Okay. Well, I'm going to get another beer, and we are going to thank you very much for your time. Well, thank you very much for your time. And lovely, as always, speaking to you both. And, and yes, thank you very much. Thank you. Hopefully, I shall um, see you soon on a quick Toronto invasion, unless you get up here first. Or both. Or both. Brilliant. Well, anyway, lots of love. Have a lot of fun. And Preston, you should just give in, have a beer. Or at least just one little beer. It won't hurt you for tomorrow. Oh, you know, that's what I always say. Yeah, exactly. Just one little one. <laughs> one little <laughs> drink. One little drink. <laughs> we know what happens after that, don't we? Exactly. <laughs> Seven more. <laughs> uh, excellent. Anyway, uh, wonderful talking to you, and um, we'll see you soon. Thanks so much. Good night. Bye, Bye. Well, that's our show. Oh, damn it. I was just about to get another drink. Oh, let's wrap up. (sighs) Thank you for listening. You're a wonderful audience. Anyway, send us your your stories at shortsatheitspot.com. Uh, leave us a, an audio comment. Please do. Please, please, please. Yes. Um, we have a and phone for a reason. It. We mean it. Yes. We love, we love hearing from you, so please do. Uh, call up. Maybe maybe quiz us. How about that? Ask us shit. Um, We're and smart, sort of. <laughs> no, but kind of. What's, what's the number? We have Google. Uh, <laughs> 305-76-SHOWS. As in, shows me your shows oh my god you're too sober 
That's it. You're not allowed to record sober ever, ever again. Shows me you're... I mean, when you're drunk, you don't come up with good ones in the first place, (laughs) but at least you try. Wait, so that phone number is forwarding. I thought we had... Yes. Yes. It's on every episode of the show. I couldn't just give it up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What were we going to do? Go back and edit in a new phone number to every episode? And then the shows me your would be gone forever. That's true. Right? You're welcome. (laughs) I got our number back. Good job, word whore. Thank you, Buttons. Glad you appreciate it. (laughs) She doesn't know I'm here right now. (laughs) (laughs) There should be a little excitement. You got our number back? Wow, good job. (laughs) Thanks for telling me. (laughs) I told the forum. I figure you read it. No. 305-76 shows, as in shows me your mental aptitude. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) It's the worst. 305-76 shows, as in shows me your mangina. That works. Good night. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. Hey, Buttons, hey whore, this is Nobilis. I was just listening to your fifth anniversary show there, by the way, which is a great show. Very much enjoyed it. Um, and a thought occurred to me that um, that Parent My Shorts is a really unique program. I mean, nobody else does anything really quite like this. And I want to know the story of how you guys came up with the idea of doing it, because I'm sure that's got to be an interesting story. Um, thanks. Bye. Oh, wait, visit our website, www.airoutmyshorts.com. Play with the plot plunger, for God's sake. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. Start sending us those stories. Or just play with it for fun, but we do hope it will inspire you. If not, just give you a bit of a chuckle. It's hours of fun. You can just keep clicking the button, clicking the button, clicking the button, clicking the button. Giggle, giggle, giggle. Hee, hee, hee. Tell them it's fun. It's a laugh riot. Oh, come on. You like <laughs> No, it is funny. It's fun. You it's like fun. It. I spend hours a day on it. You do not. <laughs> this show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. Justin Joe here, since you were complaining that uh, your line was not getting used enough, I thought I would call in some of the forum posts. This is in the subject heading under the new plot plunger that's available on the Air Out My Shorts site, giving you plots for your stories. And the first post is by the word whore, who says, my personal favorite of the day Quote, violent strategist fuels furnace with lightly toasted sausage maker until more booze arrives. Unquote. Atrocious says, quote, 
hemophiliac girl goes gaga for pretty rodeo clowns and gets gonorrhea, unquote. It's funny because it happened to me. Twice. Badoomed says, Fidgety Fran quenches thirst with stimulated toilet brush in Kansas. Wink. The word horror writes, My favorite for today, dot, 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 quote, Harry Badoomed dances with street smart sock puppets for Preston Buttons, quote. Badoomed writes, How did it know my Saturday nights? The word whore writes, LOL, dot, dot, dot. It just does, smiley wink. Magic, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Duper writes, Detailed, oriented little person cures virgin sales girl repeatedly. I think there's a TLC show about that. The word whore writes, in all caps, now available with alliteration, big smiley. Badoom writes, alliteration, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Brave buttons bargains with blackened bumblebees and feels bad. The word whore writes, and this will be the last one, good one, exclamation point, exclamation point. Unrealistic, though, since Button never feels bad about anything. Smiley face with the tongue sticking out. And there you go. I hope your message with the... Message... <laughs> I've been drinking. I hope your message with... <laughs> Goodbye.